as we read out of St. John's Gospel, chapter 14. A lot of you can quote it by heart, but I don't know how many of you could preach it. But anyway, Jesus, now what was going on here, Jesus had told the disciples that his work was done. He said, it's done. He said, I'm going back to my Father who I came. And the Bible said that their hearts was troubled. Do you know of anybody's today's heart that is troubled? I just seen one a while ago. And but he was talking to the disciples. And the disciples' hearts were saddened. They were sad because their master, their leader, the one that went by and called them and told them, said, come and follow me and I will make you fishers of men. They've been with Jesus for about three and a half years or so. Walked through the jungles with him, walked by the sea with him, went fishing with him, was in storm after storm with him, was with him when he opened blinded eyes and made the lame to walk. He was all with him. And now he was telling them, I'm going back to my father. Now I've trained you, and I'm going to tell you what I want you to do. And he said, if you do it, he said, then one day you can come and see me. So he was telling them, he said, I'm leaving. And they were troubled, and Jesus said in chapter 14 in verse 1, he said, let not your hearts be troubled. Is any troubled hearts this morning? There's a world of them this morning. Ye believe in God, he said, believe also in me. He said, in my Father's house, he said, are many mansions. If it were not so, Jesus said, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. He said, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will receive you unto myself that where I am, listen to this, that where I am, there you may be also. In verse 4 it said, and whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. But listen to verse 5. One of the disciples had been with him for three and a half years. Sometimes they didn't listen. Sometimes we don't listen. And Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not where to our goal, and how can we know the way? And verse 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way. <laughs> I am the truth. I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen. Heavenly Father, we feel that's all we need to read this morning. We thank you, Lord, for that soul that's come and received you. We know a new name is written down in heaven this morning. <laughs> Lord, and our hearts are rejoicing here at Bloomington Chapel.
Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for those that's come this way this morning to be part of this service. Most of all, Lord, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that we felt here today. Father, we just ask now, Lord, for the next few minutes that you just open up our hearts, open up our ears and our eyes. We can see, hear, and understand, God, what you're saying to us this morning. Father, we thank you for what you've already done this morning, and we thank you, Lord, for what we know you're about to do in Jesus' name. And God's people said amen. amen. Now, this was a situation here, and sometimes, I thought, you know, sometimes we are just like them disciples. Amen. We are Christians. Amen. How many Christians we got in the house this morning? How many are saved this morning? Then all of us knows the way this morning. Amen. All of us know the way. All of us, the Bible says, if we are truly Christians, uh, that he will come and him and his father and abide in us and we can abide in him. He told them over in John chapter 16 again, he said, Let not your hearts be troubled. Uh, he said, uh, Because I'm going away. He said, But I will, when I go, he said, I'll not leave you comfortless. In other words, I'll not leave you without help. I'll still be with you, uh, not in person, but I'll be with you in spirit because I'll send back my spirit from heaven and I will put it in you, and you will know, I will tell you the way, I'll tell you the truth, and so on and so forth. He said, I will lead you and guide you into all truth. Lord, and Jeanette used to sing the song, uh, I'm following the one that knows the way. Amen. So how are we going to follow the Lord this morning if we don't have a born-again relationship with God? Uh, we must have a born-again relationship with Jesus Christ this morning uh, in order to have the Spirit. And if we've got His Spirit, uh, Brother Mark, then He, and if we will listen to it, He will lead us and guide us into all truth. Amen. amen. Somebody say amen this morning. Uh, so we need to realize, and Jesus told them uh, over in John chapter 16 and verse 7, uh, He said it is expedient, I believe that's where it's at, let me turn over there. I'll say y'all look bored. I don't want to misrepresent. In 16, chapter 16, and verse, let me read verse 5, 6, and 7. But now he said, I go my way to him that sent me, talking about God. And none of you asketh me whither goest thou. But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Nevertheless, Jesus said, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, it is expedient or important for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, will not come unto you. Uh, but if I depart, I will send him uh, to, unto you. And when he is come, uh, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness uh, and of judgment. So what he said, it is expedient, it is important, Brother Billy, that I go away. Uh, could you imagine this morning uh, if Jesus hadn't done the work on Calvary uh, that he done? Can you imagine this morning uh, if Jesus had never been born of the Virgin Mary to start with? Uh, could you imagine this morning, uh, hey man, uh, if he hadn't came and gave his life uh, 
for your life and my life and the world out there that's lost and without God uh, gave him their life for him. He gave his life for us all, red, yellow, black, white, whatever color, whatever race, uh, uh, Jesus is no respecter of person, amen. Uh, he died for one as well as he did for others, amen. Uh, he died for whosoever would uh, believe in him, uh, amen. Uh, there is no exemption from it, uh, no matter what you have done, uh, no matter where you have been, uh, no matter what you have done or done it with, uh, it doesn't matter uh, uh, to the Lord. Uh, all God is seeking for uh, is to come and believe in Him uh, with all your heart and accept Him uh, and call upon Him uh, and repent of your sins. Uh, and Jesus said, I'll come in. Uh, I'll be Lord of your life. Uh, and that same Spirit uh, that He told the disciples, uh, he said, it's expedient for me to go. Uh, he said, when I go, he said, I'll send it back. Uh, he told the disciples that over 2,000 years ago, uh, but praise be unto God, that's the same thing uh, for you and me today. Amen. Uh, all we've got to do uh, is repent of our sins uh, and let Jesus come in uh, and be, uh, be Lord of our lives uh, and believe him and follow him uh, and listen to him uh, and if we will do that, church, uh, one day we will see him uh, face to face. Oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a Lord. Oh, what a friend. I hear people say, well, so-and-so is my best friend. I've got a lot of best friends, I think, but sometimes friends will let you down. But I'll tell you one will never let you down. No matter what you're going through, no matter what situation your life's in, no matter what you have done or who you've done it with, you've still got a friend in Jesus. Amen. Amen. I tell people, well, I've got, I hope I've got a lot of good friends. But my best friend is Jesus Christ. He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. Now, sometimes I sort of stumble off the wrong road. But even then, he's with me. And before I fall off the deep end, Brother Mike, if I listen to him, he'll reach say, you're going the wrong way, and he'll pull you back. Has anybody ever heard Jesus say, hey, wait, you need to stop. You're on the wrong road. A lot of times we want to go on this road, which is the wrong road, and all of us, I believe, is guilty of it. I know I am. Confession is good for the soul. Sometimes I want to go down this road, and Jesus is saying, that's the wrong road. You need to go down this way. Jesus is saying, I'm not going down that road. I'm going down this road. But boy, the devil can paint such a good picture, Mike, down this road to the left that it's just hard to turn it down. Amen? Is anybody listening to me this morning? And I have not listened to Jesus, and I've went down the wrong road. But I'm going to tell you something. I've wished a thousand of times I hadn't went down that road. Anybody been there? We're all human, aren't we? We all make mistakes. 
Is there anybody perfect in this building? God, if you are, just leave, please. Because you're in the wrong church. Nobody never makes a mistake. No, and everybody's just perfect. And no, anybody in here never sin? You're in the wrong church. Jesus said, I didn't come to seek those that needed not a physician, but he said, I come to look, to seek, and to save them that was lost. Jesus didn't die for those that were already saved. What would that again? He didn't die for the one saved. But I love that scripture over in Romans, I believe it's 5 and 8. Jesus said he commended his love towards us while we, you and I, we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. He didn't die for the saved. He died for the lost. That's the one Jesus is looking for. If we're saved, we need to be helping him look and search out those that are lost and invite them to come to God's house. And then when he get here, invite them to come and receive him as Lord and Savior. God has made us so many promises in this Bible. So many promises. And right here, there's a bunch of them. He said, in my father's house, he said, are many mansions. How many has got a mansion waiting for them? We ain't there yet. I've seen a lot of them in my day, Brother Dean. was on fire for God. They would stand up and fight the battle. But somewhere down through life, the devil finally got to them. And they're fainted, as the Bible says, they've fallen by the wayside. Just because they wouldn't follow him. Just because Satan convinced them that his way was better. He had a lot more to offer. And this life he may have, but in the life that we're living, is going to be the greatest cry that any of us could ever receive. Jesus said, he that endureth unto the end. He said in the book of Corinthians, he said, I hath not seen, eareth now heard. It's never entered in to the heart of man what God has in store for us. If we endure unto the end. Now you ever stop and try to imagine what heaven's going to be like? Boy, I get to imagine it and I cannot. Tracy, can you tell us what heaven's going to be like? No way to describe it. But do you ever think about it? I think about it every day, what heaven's going to be like. I try to picture it in my mind, and I'm telling you what, uh, I get to see mom and dad, and I get to see my brother, my sister, my nieces and nephews, all of these people, my family that's done gone to heaven. And the Bible says they're waiting on the other side. And I can just imagine what it's going to be like when I get there and when I see them. I can't, I can't really grasp a hold how good it's going to be, uh, but I know one thing, I get excited just thinking about it. Uh, so can you imagine when it truly happens one of these days, when that eastern sky splits and Jesus comes back down to earth and takes the church out of here and we see him standing there with open arms, don't wimp on our children home, wimp on mom and dad, huh? wimp on one, wimp on one another. Huh? Can you, you, we can't even imagine how good that's going to be. 
Not only that, John the Revelator said he had a revelation of it. He couldn't really explain it. But he said, I can part of it, what I've seen, I won't explain it. He said, in heaven, he said, there was no sickness there, no cancer there, no heart attacks there, no hospitals there, no doctor's office there. No sickness, no dying. Think about it, no dying. We're going to have a brand new body, hey man. And not only that, these old bodies that we've got today, we have a decaying body. They're dying and decaying every single day. They're wearing out. They're rotting away. These old bodies here cannot go to heaven. They cannot go to heaven because they're decayable. But thanks be unto God, one of these days the Bible says when Jesus appears, uh, we're all going to have a glorified body. Uh, We're going to have a body that sin cannot touch, uh, death cannot touch, uh, fire cannot burn, uh, not sickness cannot, cancer cannot enter in, heart attacks, we won't have to worry about that. Uh, I won't have to worry about being called out, Brother Dean, all hours of the night, somebody so-and-so is sick or this is happening and I won't have to get up, hey man, and go out and visit them, hey man. I won't have to go uh, as I did yesterday. I won't get a call in heaven, Mike, uh, saying, Brother Ralph, will you do so-and-so's funeral? Uh, I'll be out of a job, hey man. But Dean, you and some of the rest of you all, Y'all won't be out of a job. You say, what do you mean? I, I said, because I, I, I won't, there won't be no need for me to preach there. The preacher will be there himself. Uh, but I said, you people that sings, hey, man, he plays it, but uh, you're going to be there. You'll still have a job because the Bible said uh, there's going to be singing on the hill of glory. Give the Lord a hand, church. Hallelujah. What a mighty work he's done. A miracle has been performed here this morning. It's been performed. People say, I don't believe in miracles no more. Well, you don't know that Jesus I know. And Jesus told them, don't let your hearts be troubled. He says, when I go, he said, and if I go and prepare a place for you, he said, I'll come again. How many believe that he's going to prepare a place for you this morning? How many believe that he's coming back after you one of these days? Hallelujah. Ricky Buckford said two or three times, said, Preacher, you're going to live to be 150. Giles told me 125. I said, you're cutting me short. He said, what do you mean? I said, God, church, I was going to live to be 150. He said, well, he may be right. I said, God, I hope neither one of you is right. Say, huh? Forever in eternity. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And Jesus said, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And he said, where I go, he said, you know. He said, and you know. And the way he said, you know. In verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest. 
How many times do you think Jesus had told the disciples that he was going away to prepare a place for them? He was going back to heaven. How many times do you think Jesus told the disciples? He said, I'm the way, just follow me. That's why he called them to start with, follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. Follow me, and you'll get to heaven. How many believe there's a place called heaven? Amen. How many believe there's a place called hell? Amen. How many wants to go to heaven? Amen. How many wants to go to hell? And Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? But Jesus said unto him, <laughs> Man, every time I read that, these cold chills come over me. We know, how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, Thomas, he said, I am the way. Glory to God. Look at somebody and say, Jesus is the way. Look at somebody and tell them, say, Jesus is the way. I don't care what Winfrey said, what's her name? Oprah Winfrey says, I don't care what a lot of other people says, I, there's more way to heaven than by Jesus Christ. How many believe that? How many believe there's any other way? What's the matter with them? They're going to find out one of these days. Hey, man, and I'm not going to have time to sit back and worry about what they believe. We know what we believe. We know what Jesus said. And Jesus told me, he said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. He said, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. No other way. No other way. Can you buy your way into heaven? You think you're going to steal your way into heaven? You think you're going to lie your way into heaven? You've got to go by Jesus Christ now. There's no other way except Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. He said, if you had really known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and he serviceth us. And Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest, how sayest thou then show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth where? In me, he doeth the work. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. That's a great promise, sir. Listen to what he said. Believeth on me, and the works that I do shall ye do also, and greater works than these shall ye do, because I Go to my Father. In verse 13, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, now listen to this, 
That will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I didn't say it. Jesus said it. So it's got to be according to God's will. We just can't ask anything. We can't ask for a new house or a new Cadillac or whatever. But Jesus said whatever you need. And I'm going to close as they come this morning. In verse 15. If you love me, how many, how many love Jesus this morning? Let's be sure. How many love Jesus this morning? Listen to what he said. He said, if you love me, then keep my commandments. Keep, my, my, keep what I say. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. Neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. I'll not leave you comfortless. Jesus said, I will come to you. If you don't know him this morning, I can assure you that same Jesus just saved that young lady this morning. He's still here. He ain't went nowhere. He's still here. You stand with me this morning for a few minutes, then we've got to take one into the church. If you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, with every head bowed and every eye closed, pray for somebody. Pray for those next to you. If, they don't, if you don't think they're saved, go ahead, girl. Take these hands that are weary, help these feet to walk straight. I want to be near. Anybody got a burden? Anybody got a need this morning? Those eastern gates. Anybody heard it? And if you'll permit me, I wash. Anybody need help this morning? With my tears. Has anybody lost their joy that they once had? praise you the first million There's still room for more if you got a need or something. Come on. I want to be thankful to that great homecoming day. Then if you'll permit me, I'll wash your feet with my tears. And then I want to praise you. God help these ladies this morning. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take this life that I'm living. Let me walk in thy way. I want to be faithful to that great homecoming day. Then if you'll permit me, I'll wash your feet with my tears. And then I want to praise you. The first million years, the first million years in glory, and as long as eternity rolls, let me the first 